invest money into that because I mean you're shit. So, so I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna be. That's a the best time to invest. Yeah. when you are shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm not a hundred percent. How you doing? You good. Yeah, doing a podcast. <laughs> so, I wasn't really uh, like I'm not terrible at it. Right. But I'm better than what, what I was, like, two years ago when I started, so... It's ironic that you say that because, like, uh, I guess, like, I just started this and didn't give any context on who you are at all. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I, I didn't even know you started recording. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to, but I'm like, this is good, genuine conversation, yeah. so... I don't edit any of this either. Okay. Like, I never edit any... I can go in and, like, edit pieces out, but I never do. Okay. So then, all right. So if we're going to start it, then, I guess I can give a little background context okay, so, of myself. Okay, so... Who the hell are you? So, my name is Jose Esparza. I'm currently 23 years of age, college student, majoring in computer information and technology with a minor in Spanish. Um, and I'm looking into becoming a, for right now, of course, because it's not, I really don't have time to do it full time, but I'm going to be part time streaming. My games. You know how shitty you just made me sound as a human being? <laughs> you were like, I'm a this, part-time this, with a sub of that? Yeah. So This guy's a dick magician. <laughs> nah, 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 shit, shit, shit. It's not even like that. <laughs> but, what's it called? But I saw, it's funny that we say like part-time and stuff like that. So, I was on Facebook earlier, and there was a picture I saw somebody shared it. And it was like, uh, like a guy, and it said... He works his nine to five to fund his business, mm-hmm. so he can, when that business is going, Absolutely, then he can yeah. quit his nine to five. So that's kind of the mentality I have right now. You know, I've, I've worked I, some. So many people, I think, in a hurry though. Like I know I yeah, did for yeah, sure, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Because like I was told my dad today, like with the magic thing, right? It's funny you say that, like nine to five. But I think it's super important to at least try it. If you can find a job that you can like get up and you're like, okay, I'm going to work, not. Oh my god, I have to go to work. I think like that whole nine to five thing, I agree with so much, but people like they spend their whole time so focused on after the nine to five, which is mm-hmm. great, that they hate their nine to five. Yeah, for sure. And I can definitely relate to that. Cause like I I've told you in the past I've worked some pretty shitty jobs around here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dealing with been there. Terrible work hours, not getting the hours you need, or not getting any hours at all. My thing's with people you work with. Like, you're going to have shit people. Like, some people just hate their life. But, like, I can't... I strive to, like, walk into work and people point at me and go, that's the guy. Like, that's the good guy. We like him. Like, I don't want to be loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be that guy that I walk in and they're like, oh, my oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess so. I don't want to be that guy. And, yeah, for sure. And where I'm working at, where we're both working at right now, I think we work with, like I've said, I've worked we got with a some... Team. Yeah. I've worked with some unpleasant people, and honestly, this job that I have right now is probably one of the most, like, enjoyable jobs that I've ever had. You're, you're about as close as you let's can get say, to, like, we all get along. <laughs> yeah, like, let's say, like, maybe, like, the past five years that I've been working. I've been working since I've been 15, right. 15 years of age to kind of right. help out family bills, kind of pay for my own stuff as well. So I've, I've been working for a long time, and, yeah, we, you know, I was telling um or depart- my department manager the other day, like, you know, this is one of the, probably the most, the best jobs I've had in a while, because, I mean, if I worked with dickheads, then I would be like, oh man, you know, like you were saying earlier, I'm going into work, this shit, like, when you do that, then it, it's, 
it's more of like you feel obligated to do the job right. than when you're there, you know. Well, then oh, you have like this subconscious of like, like, first of all, I got the job. So if you have a, a, a dude that's a complete ass, and then you have a customer because we're in customer service, that's a complete ass. Yeah. Then they just fuck up your entire mood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could have a bunch of freight to put away. Like, I know my job's a little different, but like, like I have a customer that comes in and just completely ruins it, and then you come in and you're a dick. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's yeah, like, that, honestly, to me, I don't really. Do, I know a couple of workers do like kind of get to them like, man, they don't gotta be like that. So, honestly, I, I I like to laugh. I'm not a very serious person. I like to laugh about it. Like the other day, I had a lady come in and complain uh, that no one was in there for the store for them to get like a contract phone. Yeah, and she which, was like, which oh. is my job for you guys. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And so she was like, oh, my God, there's no one, never anyone here to help me. And I guess, always there. <laughs> I guess I'll just go to AT&T. And I was like, like, I mean, somebody would, I, I guess maybe she was trying to, like, say, like, oh, like, like you for me to respond, like, oh, like, please, one stay here. And so I was like, oh, all right, well, have a good day. <laughs> yeah, I just literally told her that. And my, one of my coworkers, he just looked at me like, dude, did you really just say that? And I was like, well, what does she want me to tell her? Like, oh, please don't leave me. You're like, you're Rebecca, go back. back. Yeah, like, please. Like, I, I mean, yeah, we want customers to come in and, you know. But if you're going to have that attitude where, oh, I, like, I need an this, I need this today. Like, I understand people have priorities and stuff like that. But, you know. We did give them, like, hey, you know, if you want to wait a little bit, there, there might be someone here later, mm-hmm. or you could come in another day, and the, uh, they'll be more than happy to help you. But, no, she she came with that attitude, like, no, I want it today. I'm going to be a complete... Well, we've almost... Asked you. We've... And, well, here we are. And then... <laughs> yeah. See you, bud. We've almost conditioned ourselves, and this is something I don't even like to talk about with most people, because most people have a very narrow-minded mindset Mm -hmm. like if you like like this president or you hate this president like i personally don't care i'll still have coffee with you yeah like i i don't care but i feel like when you have this uh this mentality like you walk in the store and you're i i need this actually when we did the contract for you we ran into a bunch of bullshit Mm -hmm. And, like, do you think I want to deal with that any more than you do? No, of course not. Like, shit happened. I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. The thing is, is, dude, honestly, I've created so much anxiety for myself thinking, like, maybe I can help people not do that. You can't. Mm-hmm. They're either dick cases or they're not. Yeah, for sure. Like, and like, yeah, and that day, too, when we were doing it, you know, I kept... That, like sending you back and you're like, oh, I, um, that's not going through. I was like, okay, well, that's fine. I'm not going to, you know, some things are not in, in your control. And, I mean, of course, everyone wants it to be ideally the way you want it to go. But if it doesn't go that way, there's there's no point in me we going We want it to go there. that yeah. way more than you do. Believe yeah. me. Yeah. And I, that's less no shit point. I got to deal with. There's no point in me being like, oh, well, you told me that it was going to be but know, I think this and this. And like, yeah, that, that doesn't help anything at I, the end I of the day. I would assume you are the same way just from what you've kind of told me but like i filmed so much content and even started this podcast because i i got tired of like like i like going like this is the second time you've been on my house mm-hmm. and like i and you know this tony knows this like i i don't like a lot of people coming over to my house not because i don't like people but <clears throat> to come over if you can't sit down have a beer do a podcast like just chill without having to be like let's go get women let's go to the bar like 
I don't want to be around you. Yeah. Because you can't enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. You need validation from outside sources. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't like. I don't know about you, but like I, I have to have my circle small. Like as a performer, mm-hmm. and even like with you and streaming, you have an audience to quote unquote please. Yeah, for sure. Right, but. I don't want you, you don't need to know anything about, outside of that circle, you don't need to know anything else about me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's reserved for your um, smaller circle. Yeah, for sure. I've never had this many people just stare at me walking <laughs> by. <laughs> and even the other day when we were here, there wasn't that many people walking around. No. So. Yeah, it's all right. Two we should call this, like, the dogs. garage cast and yeah. just have random guests sit in the garage, have a beer, and do a podcast yeah. together. For sure. I mean, anytime you and me get together, we always have some pretty good conversation. That's what's crazy, though, is I vibe with you in three seconds, or I never want to talk to you the rest of my life. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's extreme. Yeah. And it was, like, instant when we both met, too, so... Oh, 100%. And that's... Like, if if I was a dickhead, or you were a dickhead to me, I mean, there was no way this is even possible what we're doing right now. And like you said, yeah, you know, you don't like having a lot of people over. You know, I appreciate you having me over. I appreciate you coming over for sure. And that's what's interesting is like your personality is like super cool, but it confuses the hell out of me in a really good way. <laughs> no, it's, it's awesome because it's like, yeah, I literally never cut any of these noises out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes it part of the unique, more original, vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. just like the original shit. And honestly, like for a lot of people that listen to this podcast, I was like, should I, what if I, like a bad word I'm like I say bad words in real life yeah there's no real so I'm like that would, if you were to do that that'd be like kind of like censoring yourself yeah you know? and it's like you know, when you want to when you're doing stuff like this you want to be genuine you don't want to I mean like I don't want to be like yeah of course you don't want to be dropping out <laughs> every five like, minutes or a second but, but it's like I, I don't know I'm like because I asked my dad I was like dad do you think it's you know and my dad gave me his opinion and I'm like that's a good point but I don't know if I feel something. I'm like, yeah, fuck that tree. Mm-hmm. Like, and then people are like, oh, I'm offended that I'm listening. Then you probably should not be friends with me or listen to anything. Because if you're offended by something, yeah, I don't know. So it's small. just like it's, I don't. I don't want to genuinely go fuck that tree. But if I feel that way, I think you know. I think it, like most people, I feel like don't really know how to take a joke, and it's not not in a sense bad, but like. Not everything is to be taken literally. Like sometimes you can laugh about something. I think that's what I really enjoy about you, though. Is like, for instance, and I don't know how to explain this, not in a weird way, but like, I feel I don't want to say you like you're like me or I'm like you, but like in a same substance, it's weird because like you live literally in the opposite town, mm-hmm. like completely other side. It'd be different if you lived in this town. Yeah. But, and two, I'm not from here either. Right. But it's like, so. I literally, you're like, hey, you know, like you made time to come here, have a beer, to do a podcast. Like, I feel like a lot of people are like, cool, let me see if I can, we'll, we'll fit you in. How, yeah, how many times like have we not been off. able to do this? Yeah. Like, this is our third reschedule, ain't it? Yeah. It, it, mm, I'd say like second, isn't it? Well, well no. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was a, it this is, is the third. third. Because we were supposed to do it originally on a Sunday, and then I couldn't do it. And then we're like, okay, let's do a Monday. And then we couldn't do it because of personal stuff, right? as we both know. And then we, and then now we actually, we were supposed to do it yesterday, 
But I told you what was going on as yeah, well in my right. personal life, and then we did it today, and you know, yeah. And in a sense, I do apologize because you know, I, no, but it's I did tell you I was going to come, but then you know, no, what's what's super interesting, and, and I don't accept the apology. The reason, the reason <laughs> is because it, it's not needed. Because my dad, he raised me, barely, but he did. He's able to listen to these podcasts. It's okay. But he raised me to, if you're not going to be there, fucking say something. Yeah. Just for sure. Hey, you have a $900 supercomputer in your pocket that will do it for you. Not, it doesn't even, you can have like the cheapest phone. Even a, but a like, home phone, and you can still advise, like, let, you, let the person know that, you know, there's you no reason there. not to if you're like, sorry, I was busy. Dude, if I watched your life for 24 hours, you're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> And nobody wants to admit that. They're like, dude, I have no time to do anything I love. Okay, do you mind if I stay the night at your house for the next two nights? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you'll get up, you'll click Netflix, you'll screw through Facebook for four hours. Yeah. You're full of shit. Yeah, people, and that, that's... And then they get offended. Yeah. And then, you know, that's that's what I was talking about, you know what? Not to say that I do watch a lot of Twitch or stuff like that. Or like content on YouTube about what I want to stream, which is FIFA. And I'll get more into what, what it is in a little bit. Yeah, I do want to hear about that. But, um, like, you know, I've, I, there's this one guy I've watched. His name is Castro1021. And, you know, he started streaming maybe, I'd say, he probably has, like, anywhere between maybe five and ten years. Wow. Doing it. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah, it is. And he's, you know, I've watched his videos from when he first started to now. And, man, the way his life has completely changed is just... Insane. It is insane. He's and shout out to Chicago because that's where I'm from, and he's from Chicago as well, which is even more crazier, you know. Yeah. Um. And like I said, I'll talk a little bit more about why I'm getting into streaming video games and stuff like that. But he used to live in a little small apartment where he used to stream, and he didn't have like what I have, what I'm building, the PC I have, and the setup I'm doing. Just a little. Yeah, just something. It was something basic because well. I mean, first off, technology was not that advanced as it is now. <laughs> uh-huh. And, like, it's just insane. Like, now he he has a house in Texas. It's a beautiful house. And I respect him completely. He's genuinely one of the greatest, like, persons I've ever, like, seen entertainment-wise. Right. Because he's done so many things from, like, 24-hour streams where he raises, like... Like, recently he did a, a COVID-19 stream. I believe it was, like, 24 hours. And he raised more than $100,000 for that. And that is insane. That is people donating. Yep. It was more. It might have been more than 24 hours um, in general because he extended an hour. He extended it, but he did make over. It was over 100,000. Nonetheless. Uh huh. That's fucking And so it is insane, like the amount of support he has. And, you know, as me, someone who's like him, who is Mexican, who is from Chicago, from poverty, to see him be successful, which is not something many people talk about when it comes to, like, people that come from poverty and stuff like that like people yes people want to hear like huge oh my god they make millions of dollars but he's not i don't know how he is financially i don't know if he makes millions of dollars or not but i mean the way he lives and he he has been the last couple of years has been pretty good you know he, he takes trips he but i think he doesn't have like expensive cars you give me he lives like a like a decent lifestyle I think he doesn't live people, an extravagant lifestyle but i think people which is it's, it's, it's interesting because I think people want success for the completely wrong thing. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, like I was listening to Alan Watts last night. You know who that is? The no, famous I philosopher. Don't. Okay. So he, so he was talking about like improving yourself. He says you don't need to improve yourself. 
right? So like, how do you improve yourself? Well, you start by, you know, do, do you go see a counselor? Do you go see a guru? How do you know that that is what is best for you? How do you know that that is what is best for what you need? Yeah. Right? Like, and if you knew how to improve yourself, wouldn't you have already improved? Yeah, for sure. So I was thinking, like, if I could have huge success, I've had really big opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I turned them down. Yeah. And do I regret it? Yes, I, I do. But it's interesting you say that because it's like, how many stories, realistically, like, for real, if you stop and think, how many stories do you have of people gaining success, fame, etc., and then not doing as well as us, or not doing as well as you would picture yeah. them doing? Justin Bieber, Post Malone. You know what I'm saying? Like they they had documentaries on these guys going through extreme anxiety and and depressions. Yeah, but the amount of physical damage that not only happens to them when they perform and stuff like that, but I mean it takes a lot to sing. Day in, day out. Yeah, and then go do concerts, back to back, tours, and stuff like that. But People all you see, see is that. like that one concert that you went to. Oh my God, it's Post Malone. Yeah. He does it over and over and over and over and over. That's what he sees all day, every day. And it's interesting that you said, like, coming from quote unquote poverty, and like, when when have you made it? Like, what would you say if somebody said, Jose, how do you know you made it? Well, I think for everyone it's different. For me personally, I would have to say, you know, I feel like sometimes maybe it gets lost in translation, mm-hmm. uh, like the way, because like like you were talking about, you know, people don't really get to see that other side of people, you know, like for example, yeah, like you mentioned artists, like when they mess up one time, it's like, oh my God, like it's the end of the world for them. And, and for some of them, it's career ending, and which is insane because, Literally. you know, there's so many positive things that they do maybe outside of music or inside of music mm-hmm. that you, you know, they always glorify and then they do one little thing. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. that's it. You're, you're done. And it, it, it's insane because, you know, if, for example, if, let's say, for example, I make it big in this streaming. Right. And then one day I were to do something that is controversial. Right. And people just see that. And they're like, you know, like we say, you know, you're always going to have people that support you and then there's also going to be haters and right. people that just want to bring you down and I know that you know especially when it comes to being an entertainer there's going to be a lot of that a lot of criticism a lot of hard lines and some a lot people of want to do highs. it for the sake of doing it mm-hmm. that's fucking messed up yeah and so like for me becoming successful for me and now this doesn't have to do with you know money or anything like that for, but for me you know I, I my family growing up we've always struggled I wouldn't say you know hundred percent of the time but growing up one time you know people did come into my house and rob the stuff we had my mom had some jewelry and money that they had saved up because they didn't uh, have bank accounts at the time to put their savings money in um and they wiped that completely off so somebody just yeah somebody just completely took that from them like their life savings their that's gonna be the worst feeling their jewelry and it was that's gonna be the most invasive Somebody takes your personal shit from your fucking home, yeah. like, and not just that, but I, we had also lost my lost my grandfather on my mom's side, which made it even more shittier. And what was even worse was, I mean, I was probably like maybe eight, nine years old, so I didn't really comprehend what was going on at the time. You know, this police officer at my house, and I was like, okay, well, what's going on? And you know, the, the crazy part of that story is, you know, 
my younger brother had a an event at school and we all went. And I, you know, my mom was like, okay, well, I mean, you're old enough to walk home if you want to. Maybe I was older. Maybe it was like 10, 11. Okay. And I walked home. And when I got home, there was just clothes everywhere. Because my parents kept their stuff in the room. Clothes everywhere. Um, you know, boxes of jewelry open. Stuff like that, you know. And I was like, well, what's going on here? Like, you know. And so I called my mom and she was like, I need you to, first of all, run out of the house. Because you don't know if somebody's still in there. Right. So you have to get out. And then you need to call the police. And so I did, and they came, you know, they did an investigation. And then, not to discredit police officers or anything like that, I mean, it's, it's hard to find, you know, people who go into houses and steal stuff. Because, I mean, well, people, you know, this isn't like a TV show like CSI where, right. you know, they uncover fingerprints and, yeah. you know, it goes in a database, you know. Nah, no, it's, it's a, uh, being a police officer is a genuine profession where you need to honestly be probably in, in peak, not to say peak shake, but you have to be in peak Mentally, physically, and just a, a whole a bunch of other things because, right. man, that job is... I, I have a, one of my old roommates. He's a cop right now, and, man, I, he's changed a lot from yeah. how he was before, yeah. How so? Like, my... He was, like, you know, growing up. Well, he's from Chicago as well. And, like, you know, the police aren't really deemed as very good people of authority. Right. right. And so, you know, he would say, like, screw the police and stuff like that. Right. And, um... So, you know, now that he's out there, and, you know, he, he did it not because of money, benefits, and all that. He he genuinely is a good person and wants to change the system. Right. He won't, would like to one day become a police chief of, the, of his department or of the city or something like that, which I know he can do because he's a – whenever he's – he's like one of those people when he, he says he's going to do something, he does it. Right. He doesn't back away. He's not afraid of anything and stuff like that, and he, he genuinely is a, is a good he, person. And he's in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's and so like especially with like I don't know that that just seems like literally one of the most terrifying things to be a police officer in Chicago right now. I'm yeah, not sure especially. if there's some, any bullshit I'd rather now. Yeah, I pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like he was there with with all the riots and uh, them burning cop cars and hitting nobody happy to hitting see cop you. cars and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, and, and you know that right now he's working like seven days a week, twelve hour shifts, no no days off or anything, just because of how how bad it is right now in the world. And, you know, yeah, like I was saying, going back to the story, we kind of drifted off a little bit yeah. there. Like, they, they took everything, essentially, from us. You know, my parents did have money in bank accounts and stuff like that, like, for bills and stuff like that. Right. Because my, my parents are really good at, well, my mom is, she's really good at, like, handling money and, like, setting it aside. And she was basically uh, the reason how I've been able to go, get through college. Right. You know, my parents don't make, that. yeah, my parents don't make an insane amount of money. My dad probably made them. Humble beginnings. Yeah, like around. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't really care about stuff that goes out in the air and stuff like that. My dad made less than twenty thousand dollars, which is insanely below the poverty line. Yeah, that's of how much right. you know you should make. And they would save money and stuff like that. Especially today, that's that'd be a, that'd be quite a bit of a struggle. Yeah, especially with the supporting yeah, family. Yeah. Uh huh. And then it, it was four of us, and then eventually it became five of us. You can already imagine how, how that went. But I never went a day without clothes. I never went a day without food. I never went a day without anything. Anything, anything, never. And, you know, the, this is something that I'll always remember. You know, we were, like I said, we had just lost my grandfather, so somebody went over there. They had broken into my house, took stuff, also as well money and stuff like that. And I, you know, my younger brother, like I said, we, we didn't really comprehend. And so 
like I said, it was around the holiday season, so we told our mom and dad, so, like, Christmas, Christmas is coming up, is, does that mean we're not going to get any presents or anything like that? Like, is that canceled for us? And, you know, my mom, of course, will, like I said, she thinks money, 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 because she's the one that handled the finance. She's like, <clears throat> yeah, no, and this is something I'll never forget about my dad. He looked both of us straight in the eyes. Like, my dad is the most completely serious person. And he said to us, you guys don't ever have to worry about anything like that. Because I, that's, and this is something I tell, you know, everyone too, you know. He says, the reason I work is to give you guys what I could not have when yeah. I was a kid. And he, he, if you think making less than $20,000 a year is going, is like insane. My, my dad comes from Mexico where they literally did not have anything. There were no roads, there were... You know, they, they were farmers. He he worked at factories, stuff like that. He's He's been a cook for more than 20 years at one restaurant, which is insane to me. Like, he's been doing this for... He came here and... He was 19 when he came here to the U.S. And he is about to be, I would say, maybe 45, 46. So that is well over 20 years of doing the same profession. Every single day, day in, day out, two days a week. All to provide. Mm -hmm. To provide for me, my mom, and my brother. That is, and well, now my younger brother as well, because I, I do have three three brothers, which is insane. Insane. You know, people complain all the time, oh, man, these jobs are shitty. I don't want to work anything like this. I mean, my, not to say that being a, a cook or anything like that is a shitty profession, but... It's he. My dad always did until he but told look, us this. But looking back on all the jobs that I've had and now what I've got and like like the freedom that I've got and like been there two years. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I've had some fucking terrible jobs. Yeah. And I I have too. Like I said, I've had some pretty bad ones. But yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where I get my my humbleness and my you know. I, just, I would like to say I just. My, I, I, I have a lot of to appreciate from my mom and dad for raising me the way I am because I feel like, not to say that there aren't people like me. Well, I mean, th there won't be somebody like me, not to gloat or anything. That, right. I'm one of no, them. But, but I feel like not not everyone is, has that same mentality as I do. And that's to per se, you know, that's because of the environment I grew up in. And, you know, like I've told everyone, you know, Sometimes other people have better, more advantages than you do, but that doesn't mean that you have to hinder yourself because of that. And that's something that I feel like sometimes gets lost when people are, you know, I feel like people nowadays a lot like to compare themselves to one person and, you know. Why is that? I think, I don't know. Like, for example, if I could give this example. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, my dad works at this restaurant. I grew up with a the son of the owner of that restaurant and um right. recently like maybe three four years ago i you know he's in school i don't know if he's still in school or not but um i mean he's better like i said he's the son of the owner of the restaurant he's definitely better off than i like living right. living a more more comfortable life than i am more prosperous right? yeah and he's he was i believe we were probably like 20 years at the time i was 20 years of age at the time and so was he because we were born in the same year um, and one day my dad was like, hey, I got a job for us to do. You know, you want to come? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go. And so uh, we went to this suburb in Chicago, outside, a little bit outside of Chicago. And it, we just walked into like a, like a house, basically. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this is a nice house. I wonder whose house this is be. Right as he opens the door, I see who it is. This is the son of the owner. Okay. And I was like, man, whoa. Oh. Yeah, like, <laughs> damn, like, 
Yo, you're 20 years old. You got a whole house already. He had some nice cars. He had, like, for anyone who, who enjoys cars, he had, like, a, a Porsche Carrera. Probably, like, a, a 2009, which is not nothing crazy. But the most prized possession that he had in his garage, he had a, I believe it was a 1990 Corvette that okay. his father had gifted him. So, I mean, you could tell right away the difference <clears throat> of lifestyles between him and me. Yeah. And so... Like that, like, you know, and when I went in and my dad looked at me right away and he was like, hey, man, you know, we're in this house. I know you know who this is, but I'm going to tell you right away, you know, you should never feel like anything less than he is because, you know, you are your own. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, when I got into that house, I was like, man, yo, what the fuck? We live like shit. (laughs) I was like, yo, like, man, you got you're able to support two cars, a whole house. And you don't even have to think about that, the house, the, what are the bills he must pay, car insurance, all that stuff. I'm like, man, that is crazy, especially at a young age. Like, that is insane. But his environment yeah, is completely natural to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. You know, it's like I said, it's the environment he grew up in. You know, his parents lived a, a good lifestyle. Like I said, his dad is one of the son. He was at the time when my dad was working there. The son of the owner, and now he, since he inherited the right. the the restaurant because his father retired, you know they, of course it. But when he explodes. closes the doors, yeah, who knows what kind of you know? And he's going, I just want to die or whatever. Yeah. I don't and know. I feel like that oh, that's a lot for a lot of people, and sometimes people don't comprehend that. Like, yes, they live these good lifestyles, but right. you know, maybe inside, you know, his parents are divorced. He could probably have issues with that. Like, hey, yo, my mom and dad are divorced. Like. You know, and sometimes I feel like with parents who are divorced, sometimes the kids really take a big hit. Absolutely. Because they yep. feel like sometimes maybe they're the ones to blame. Right. And I, I don't believe that. I don't, you know. I tell my girlfriend all the time, you know, if one day you were to leave me, you know, I don't want you to be like, hey, you know, like he didn't love me as much. Right. Or, or that you didn't give enough for this. Sometimes it's just what is needed and there's no, no point in, not to say reminisce, but no point in just dwelling on that that one thing it's interesting because i actually i i'm i'm weird like on tiktok you can like download the video Mm -hmm. i listened to one i downloaded it and i i agree with it to an extent and i don't know if it's because like i don't want to agree with it because i know it's true and it like hurts to agree with Mm -hmm. it but it was talking about how life is not full of long-term commitments it's all moments Mm -hmm. and like let's say like even our friendship you know, after six months, you know, like you quit, move away, and, and I never talk to you again. Like, yeah. okay, then you were supposed to be my life for that six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I need to enjoy that magic of that relationship, whether it be like uh, with you or like with with a girl or like whatever it is, and enjoy that moment of being together, however long that is. And then whenever that comes to an end, which I think is it's it's much easier to talk about it yeah. than it is to say it. For sure. But I was just thinking, like, life is not full of long-term commitments. And I'm like, yeah. the hell if it isn't. And I'm like, well, it's really not, though. Yeah. And Nothing's it, long-term. It just happens to end up being long-term. Yeah. And, like, to give an example of this, some nostalgia, you know, um, when you're growing up, you, you hang out with a group of friends and you play. Like, I, for example, played with a bunch of neighbors that I had. And yeah. then, you know, what's crazy is like you were just saying, they're, they're li- little remnants of time that you get with these people. Yeah. And, you know, you never really know 
hey, this is the last day we're going to be out here playing together. Right. You don't even know that. You don't. Yeah. And that, that's so crazy because, you know, if, I feel like if you knew, you know, hey, this is going to be our last day hanging out, wouldn't you enjoy it a little bit better? Wouldn't you make it last a little longer? And I feel like sometimes people, like I said, they dwell on, on specific things and that's something that they sh- – not, not to say they shouldn't do, but, hey, you know, but enjoy – you enjoy it. Isn't it's there some enjoying it? You don't want to know the end of. Yeah, for sure. So let's say, like, if this was the last day we we're ever going to see each other, yeah. I don't want to know that personally. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I guess I could see because that. Because well. if I knew it, I would spend time reminiscing and being kind of like sad because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, you're about to head home. This sucks. Yeah. Versus enjoying all of the that moment. time. Yeah. So I almost feel like that would hinder. Like, I think that's what okay. we would want to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, is like just like we're we're spending all this time now focusing on when you are leaving mm-hmm. and then you leave and then yeah versus we're you know we're having fun this is great and then all of a sudden you get a call like you have to move back to chicago and you just don't have a choice and mm-hmm. that was it yeah, yeah and now like i'm like oh fuck well i'm glad we did have that time mm-hmm. on that podcast you know what i mean yeah yeah i get you 100 percent i just i feel like that's a natural reaction for us to be like man if i knew that was our last like I don't want to know the day I die. Yeah. For sure. Fuck yeah, that. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're living your, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're living your whole life yeah. with anxiety. Yeah. Every day just constantly be one one thought of like, oh, this this day is going to be it, huh? Be and I feel like, you know, what's crazy about that is, you know, yeah. I feel like that's something maybe like a lot of people who, who deal with like severe illnesses do. Terminal cancer. Yeah. Like stuff like that. My aunt personally, she had breast cancer and, you know... Growing up and seeing her like that was pretty, you know, shitty because she, she felt that that same way that you you're saying right now where she kind of like was hindering herself. She and, knew it was yeah, and like she was thinking like, oh man, like yo, what if this is it? Mm-hmm. And like then yeah, it's it's honestly it was pretty well even like pretty sad seeing that Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, what just happened recently? Like, yeah. the dude has been knowing for a while that he's not doing well, and nobody knew. Yeah, and th- that's yeah, that's so crazy, and he was still doing all these films. Always had a positive attitude. I I never once saw anything bad about him or anything like that. And, like, it's it's just crazy. Like, there's – this is what we were talking about earlier with, with that mindset of that you have. If you – like, if you're going to your job and you have a shitty mindset, you're going to have a shitty day. But if you go in – like, I, I tend to go in every day in a happy, good mood. And I, I feel like when you do that, it's contagious. Other people feel that way. And but I definitely think that starts at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, a hundred. Because if you're like I, dude, I, I'm, I'm bad about it. I think all of us are. I mean, like, I would say most of us are, and I'm, I want to work on it so bad. I, I don't want to wake up for the first hour and touch my phone, like at all. I want to wake up and just leave my phone on the desk, grab my coffee, grab a deck of cards, and just work on a trick or work on a like a next video I'm gonna do. But I feel like when you wake up and just start consuming content, that almost molds your um, your mindset for the day in, yeah. a, in a weird way. For sure. I don't know. I just I, – I really try to avoid consuming – people don't understand. Like psychologically with content that you consume, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't have Snapchat for this purpose. Uh-huh. If you go eat three gallons of ice cream – you ain't gonna feel good. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> so, 
three gallons, that, that would be an insane amount Right, of ice but cream. if you eat a bowl of ice cream, yeah, you're right, you'll Just enough to satisfy that, exactly. that little craving that you have. So, if you, like this podcast, like, if I spend every single waking moment figuring out this podcast, I'm not going to feel very good. I'm going to be anxious about, like, is anybody going to listen to it? What's the next great idea? You don't know until you record this shit and put it out. Yeah. And then three people listen. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and like I said, it's all, it's all about taking that little leap of faith. Dude, the beginning is so ungodly difficult. Oh, yeah. You listen to a podcast, there ain't nobody listening to it. When yeah. you do it, nobody cares. I, dude, I have like literally 30 episodes. And I probably have like 400, 500 listens, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But you're always like, man, I wish I had a thousand. And then you get a thousand, you're like, dude, if I can hit ten, and it's never enough. Yeah. But I think I feel like that has to do with the mindset you have of when you're passionate about something. You want to keep growing. You want to do good, and you want to keep improving. I don't feel you, you wanna, not to say that it's you, you want to improve. But why do the the view counts matter so much to us? Of like, people listening is great, but are you doing it for the people listening, or are you doing it because you enjoy the subject matter? Okay. Personally, I do it just because I, I enjoy this. Well, I, and how many people can honestly say that though? Not a lot. I'm, I'm like pretty sure a hundred more than. More than what people like to say, like, they don't really enjoy doing this. People say, I'm in, just cause... I want to be a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. So you have three videos. I can't do YouTube, dude. I cannot. <laughs> I put it up and three people watch and I spent six hours on the video. Uh-huh. And it pisses me off. Okay. Well, and people, like, I just can't. Uh-huh. I get you. Well, you see, I feel like that, not only that has to do with, with, you know, if you enjoy doing it or not, but I feel like that has to do also with the amount of patience you have for something. If you... I think if like, you love it, you'll have more patience. Yeah, like for example, like me, I'm I'm going into this completely blind. I'm, you know, like you're saying, just like you, you when you start your podcast, you don't know if it's going to do great. Right. It, you could probably, I could probably make the worst. It's YouTube almost guaranteed video you're going to fuck it up. Like, yeah, it's going to go horrible. I, this is and this is just learning steps, learning, learning steps, taking small steps. Like I said, I I took a lot of time to research and to know, you know, what I need for my computer to be able to stream. What what I do need, what I don't need, what's What's okay for now? What'll need to be upgraded later on? I feel like sometimes people just want to do something and be at that top level well, and yeah. don't want it to change. But it, you see, the thing is, every day something is changing. Right. You're going to learn something new every single day. What you knew how to do five years ago, somebody could have probably already done it a hundred times Easy. more efficient Easy. and better. And sometimes, I feel like sometimes people just are like, well... I did it this way, so this is how I'm going to keep doing it. Yep. And, you know, I feel like that sometimes hinders you from being able to reach that next level that you need to be. But I think, let's say let's say I did this podcast and, like, Joe Rogan heard it and he was like, yo, I want you on my podcast and also my podcast explodes. Cool, great. Yeah. But I thought to myself, like, what if you go zero to 100 real quick? Yeah. I don't think a lot of people can stabilize that. Yeah. They get to the top. And they're like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Yeah. Versus that gradual hunger, that build, that grind, that, you know, streaming. You start with zero, you hit 10, 25, 1,000. All of a sudden, you're hitting you know, 1.2 million viewers per stream. Yeah. I think you enjoy that million stream or viewers so much more than somebody saying, hey, you should go watch so-and-so. If Ninja says, hey, you should go watch this guy. And all of a sudden, you've got 10,000, like, mm-hmm. 
I don't feel like you can stabilize that. You don't know what the fuck to do with it because you didn't work for it. Yeah, I get you. So. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. I would say, honestly, if, if somebody... And I, not to say that this will happen. If it does, I'll be more than grateful because that's just the person I am. What you could do on Twitch is you could, like, uh, do, like, watch parties. Where, mm-hmm. like, for example, like how you said, like, hey, Ninja says go watch this. But right. that, that he basically himself and his fan base go to someone else's channel and, you know, they watch mm-hmm. and they see. I feel like if that were ever to one day happen to me, that's not going to change me whatsoever. Because at the end of the day, you know, I'm not doing this for money. I'm not doing this. I think that's huge. Yeah, I'm not doing this because I want to get famous. I'm not doing this because I want to be having Ferraris and stuff like that. I I, I enjoy, and I, this is something I'll get to too when, once we start talking about my streaming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is something I've been doing and that I enjoy doing day in and mm-hmm. day out. And it's not something that I, like a fad where for say somebody like one day face. likes to, yeah, somebody one day likes to, you know, maybe paint. Mm-hmm. For five days, and then after that, they're like, "Oh man, well, I guess yeah. this shit kind of sucks. I don't, like don't want to do." Yeah. yeah, no, that's not how I am. I, if I do some do something that I enjoy, and this is something I receive backlash for, especially with my family. Uh, when I first went to college at or the university I'm at right now, Eastern New Orleans University, my sophomore year, I, I completely changed my major because, mm-hmm. like I said, it was something that you know, yes, I enjoyed it, but it was not something I could see myself doing for years and years and years uh and of course with that like i said it was good pay it was going to be amazing pay but like i told my parents you know and they they got upset of course and some of my family members got upset of course as well i was like i'm not i'm not going to go to a job where you know it's just money 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 yes to a certain extent can give you happiness but it it's not something that you can but growing up were you not told I want you to do whatever makes you happy. What they don't tell you is as long as it, I am pleased with as, it as yeah, well. As, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's it. like I said, I received a lot of backlash from my uh, family members, especially my immediate family. My mm-hmm. mom and dad were always like, why? Why would you decide to change your major? You, you're going to have one year left until you graduate. If but you change it, it but isn't you're going to stay longer. Isn't it up to me? Yeah. And that's what I told them, you know. Like, I, I, I'm very frank and upfront with my parents. I told them, hey, you know. At the end of the day, yes, you know, you guys do have some part and role into this, my career path and what I want to do. But at the end of the day, it is my choice. And yes, I did decide to change my major because it was something I've always enjoyed. Ever since I was a little kid, I've always enjoyed technology, mm-hmm. video games, you know, mm-hmm. getting into them, breaking them, seeing all the components. Apart. Mm-hmm. If you, if like, for example, when you're passionate about something, you know, it's like, wow. Look at this. Like, I, I would, when I was a kid, I would play, I grew up on a Sega Genesis, which is, ooh, old, old <laughs> right. beginning of video game, right. like, rising in consoles and stuff like that. Uh, one time, you know, I was upset because my brother threw a penny into my Sega Genesis. And so uh, I was like, man, like, you know, you're a kid, you, you get upset and you cry and stuff like that. And you're right. like, why would you do this? And I remember I got upset and I grabbed it and I smashed it. <sighs> and it just went into a billion pieces. And I was like, whoa. There's stuff in here. Yeah, I was like, man, <laughs> hey, like, I, and I told my parents, so I'd be like, hey, like, what is this? And they were like, oh, I don't know, of course, because they're, they're older than me, and they didn't right. really, they grew up more on, like, uh, small, like I said, they're from Mexico, so the technology was not as, as advanced as it is here in the 
in the U.S. as well. They they grew up watching, you know, TVs where you had to put the screens of color in front of them to see the color. What? I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No. Yeah, yeah. My mom, they didn't have colored TVs back in Mexico. She had, she had a, it was like a, a regular TV, and it was gray and white until you put, like, That's something true. in front of it that gave the color. Mm-hmm. And so... I was like, wow. I was like, man, like, you know, at the time, (laughs) yeah. So I was like, man, look, like, what is this, this thing I'm holding? It was a, it was kind of like, um, what it's now is a motherboard. Yeah. Like, oh, look, there's little lines in here. You know, there's a green background. It's, it's interesting. It always interested me. And as I grew up, you know, I played video games a lot, which is everything comes with a price. And I, I, I do think that my eyesight is the way it is because I was stuck behind a TV instead of like. Going outside and playing, being physical. I but was more of like, um, yeah. I was always inside playing video games. Uh, after I got a the Genesis, uh, I had a Game Boy Advance. After the Game Boy Advance, I had a GameCube. After the GameCube, my parents were like, "Okay, we're not buying you any more consoles because you know it's affecting you, your eyesight." And like I said, I worked at the age of fifteen, so I was working and stuff like that. And right. One day I had enough money after, you know, giving some money to my mom and keeping some for myself. Mm-hmm. I was able to buy myself uh, an Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like, wow. Like, you know, all, all the consoles I had gotten the majority of the time were hand-me-downs mm-hmm. or, like, used consoles. It was never nothing but new. To have, like, something that you... Yeah. And like I said, like, like that, that console I had, that, that 360, it wasn't new or anything like that, but it was something I used my own money for. And so... Yeah, it was it was pretty nostalgic. Like I said, uh, when I came to school, I was doing something more for like construction. Mm-hmm. Um, graphics wise, it was like uh, using AutoCAD, which is the software majority of companies use now to, you know, create like three D models of products that they want to make, whether right. it be, you know, a staircase or uh, a steel beam, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, funeral. Uh, my one of my professors, he he used to design like the. The funeral heads that they put yep, on the graves yep, and stuff yep. like that, right? Using that program, so and, and like I said, I did enjoy it, but it was not something I saw myself doing mm-hmm. long term. And when I'm doing it now, amazing! I love it. It's like I go into a class and I learn so much, and I, I take that and I put it into my own life. Like you know, like I said, I've always grew up with technology and stuff like that. I, as a kid, when I was maybe like 13, I figured out a way to use two routers in my house to give signal. When before, you know, I grew up as well with, like, dial-up internet and stuff like that. We had to plug the phone line, plug it in, <laughs> and um, like that. But when, right. once, you know, you had a stable connection with a modem. Now, modems nowadays come with Wi-Fi and stuff like that mm-hmm. built into them. Right. But before they didn't, so you had to physically go out and buy a router. Right. And plug it in, have it connected. And, you know, you could have one router connected. But having two routers, that, that like I said, most people won't do this. But if you're passionate and, you know, you need it. You'll take that extra step and do it yourself. Right. So what I had to do is um, I had one router connected, and it was uh, off an IP address that it creates on itself by a modem. Mm-hmm. And I had to create basically a separate IP address for that other modem, for that other router for it to work. So I, I was able to, like I said, I was young, 13, at a, the age of 13, which is some crazy now to think about it. I was able to have one router plugged in. In the front of my house and one router in the back end of my house. So, you had so basically full, full coverage. Full coverage. Uh-huh. And I did that. Like, it's crazy. I did that all by myself. No no prior experience to that. No, 
No, nothing. But I had the will and I had the but that's mind where, power to I, do it. I think that's where people stop, though. Is because, like, the will to do something. I know, dude, shuffling cards for six to eight hours a day to be able to. And people, like, you've seen me with playing cards. People are like, I can never imagine. I'm like, you're probably right. To be able to, like, even figure yeah. out. And most people, what kills me the most is most people will tell you, I can never see myself wasting that much time to learn one thing. I grew up my whole life hearing that. I don't understand why you waste your time playing these video games and doing this and doing While that. While they continue wasting mm-hmm. their time yeah, doing. telling you, yeah. And but do, hindering themselves from dude, doing that's what why they want to do. I think do. you have to be so careful on your sociological environment. Like, with tech, everything you just said, like, I'm like, that is interesting. I could not do anything with it, though. Yeah. <laughs> not because it's, I, I don't have that passion. My passion is like, I'm so fascinated by how easily the human mind can be manipulated. Mm-hmm. I think that's, but I think we can use it for good. Yeah. Like, I can literally manipulate my brain to take more pain, to take, like, more breath hold, to go further, go longer, go... And it's, like, it's crazy how, like, we all have, obviously, different passions. But it's, like, like you said, to figure out, like, the modem, like, at such a young age, and it's, like, people, like you said, are going to be, like, you know, cool, but you're going to have to get a job. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's what I'm majority of... My family members would tell me, like even to this day, that like, like I said, I I never had really had a stable job or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like I said, I did work at fifteen, but it was not like something like steady. It was always on and off, and mm-hmm. um, you know, my family members would always tell me, hey, you know, like why don't you get a job? Like, can you stop? Like, not to say that they, you know, there's there's ill intentions, and then there's like saying like there's different ways of saying it. Like they well, didn't have to, yeah, they they didn't have to be like, hey, you know. You're wasting your time. Yeah, but it's an indirect. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make money with playing cards. Yeah. Most of the money I've ever made in my life has come from shows. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's like, what I'm telling you. Like, I, and I, like I said, I'll get more into this once we talk about, like, my streaming and stuff like that. I feel like right now we're talking more about, like, us essentially and, you know. Well, t- tell me yeah. about your stream. How about we? I was gonna say, how about we do this for right now? And we could, and then we could do. So this will be like part one of kind of like no, you're good, you're good. our mindsets and stuff like yeah. that, and just having a general conversation. And then we could cut it at some point, and then we could start talking about the stream and stuff like that. Because I feel like you know, like I said, we have good conversations. We do I feel like like this is a good conversation. I think in you know, ten minutes, I'm gonna cut it. We'll get a beer, and then we'll do part two. Okay. Then, <laughs> so yeah, so like like I was saying, you know, they 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 told me the same thing. Hey. You know, you're not going to make money off playing video games. Yep. And, you know, what's crazy is people are making money out of millions out of playing video games. And, and you know, it's not to say huge. that, you know, yeah, not to say that, you know, that I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to bash my my family members and say, hey, this and that. Yeah, because, just... you know, at the end of the day, yes, there might have been some ill intent to that, but they're just thinking for you to be like, hey, you know, like I said, they most of my family members and stuff like that, they they didn't really think like, you know, hey, video games and technology is going right. to advance as much as it has today. Right. And, um, you know, and yeah, so they uh, they would say those things. And of course, and I, like I said, I'll get more into this when, I, when we talk about my stream and stuff like that. You know, it, it at some point, yes, it, it did hurt. But at the same time, that's something that fueled Fuels, me absolutely. to this day. That, Like I said, like, like this is, I'm telling you this. This happened years ago, mm-hmm. years ago. This is something I still remember. Right. That is what is, mo- that is what, honestly, the biggest push I've had mm-hmm. to do this building PC, mm-hmm. to, to do this stream and 
to see how how far I can get into it and if I'm successful okay you know I appreciate it and if I'm not but at least I won't have that overwhelming thought like hey oh my god I didn't do it I think it. you can only genuinely fail when you quit though like for real I know you can like well I fucked that up but was that a failure or a mistake you know what I'm saying like okay you, you fucked it up I don't believe you failed like Thomas Edison has a famous saying he said I have not failed I found 10,000 ways that won't work. That's why the, the I have an Edison bulb on my screen mm -hmm. because I always want to be reminded, you, you fucked it up. You didn't lose though, right? You still have that opportunity. So. Yeah. All right, you, you want to do part two? Yeah, yeah, we can cut it right here. All right. And then we can...